Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, sweetheart. How are you today? I am great. You know why? Why? Because I have empathy <laughs> for others. Okay, that's that's a good thing. That's a very good thing that you have empathy for others. Especially since so, we have a course. Oh, we developed a course. Yes, we did on Listenable. Yes, which is an audio only platform. Like, duh, we're podcasters. <laughs> yes. You know. So, so uh, what is that called, Jill? Listenable. No, what is the name of our course? Oh, empathy. <laughs> <laughs> empathy, empathy, the, the key, key to your, your happiness. happiness. Yes. So, uh, We'll put in the show description uh, a link to how to get there because you can try Listenable um, for a trial period. For free. For free. Yes. And listen to us and maybe learn something. Yes. But I think our listeners have empathy. But maybe they would like to know how to help others. Okay. Cool. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this week on the podcast... We always talk about relationships, Mm -hmm. but this time we're still going to talk about relationships, but the different kinds of relationships that we see. Okay. It's part of a segment that we call Stand By Your Stands. So we know a lot of people in relationships. Yes, we do, especially since we do a podcast about relationships. Yes. So we get to... um, I think we pay more attention to people's relationships than most people might. Probably. The the dynamics of it, you know. Yes, because we often talk about (laughs) not only our relationship, but others. Yes. So. Not to judge. Not No, not to judge at all. But um, I know we have uh, several types of of, uh, listeners and some have been in relationships for decades. Some just years, some just months. months. Right. So we wanted to touch on some of the some of what we believe our listeners are, you know, and what type of relationships they're in. And um just examine that a little bit more so uh it gives everyone a chance to reflect on their relationship. Yes. Yes. So in one example, we know a couple who is married and they've been married a really long time like decades decades yes and kudos to them right yes yes and and they are um i think i'm not going to say they're much like us in many ways they are and yes in many ways they are but you know everybody's relationship is unique um one of the things i like about their relationship is that they always um, kind of complement each other. Yes. Um, and they're very well of, aware of that themselves. And that, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, that, that they are. So I think that's a pretty good thing when you uh, are in a relationship and um, each person knows what they add to the relationship. Yes. And usually it works very well if one person may 
do something or think a little bit differently than the other person. So um, whatever one person is missing, the other person has. Right. You know, and I, I think so that together works really well. they're they're quite the force. Mm hmm. Yes. Quite the team. Absolutely. And uh, this particular couple love to travel. So they do a lot of traveling and go all over the world. Yes. Um, which is the type of lifestyle they they wanted. Right. So it's good that they both like that. Because right. Right. Because as individuals, that's what they like. So together. Yeah, it's, it's even, even more fun. Yeah, it's even it's even better. But uh, imagine if one of this couple didn't like to travel at all, ever, like a homebody, home homebody. Well, I mean, there are many couples like that, but often the one who does like to travel, you know, finds someone else to travel with that the other person approves of their traveling, and they're. Mm. And they're good with that. That works for them. Yeah. In other situations, not the couple we're talking about, but mm-hmm. in other situations. And another thing I like about the the couple um, we're talking about is that they both have a magnificent but different sense of humor. Yes. They're quite funny <laughs> as individuals, but together they're really a hoot. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm highly entertained anytime I'm around both of them. A hoot. A hoot. A hoot. <laughs> yes. That's something I never, I don't think I use that phrase. A well, hoot. you do. A hoot. Well, you do a know hoot. I work at a school where the mascot is an owl, right? <laughs> so I see that word all, all the, the time. time. Oh, so it's worn off on you. Okay. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. So but they're, they're funny. Yes. Yeah. So um, I always love seeing that type of relationship where both people are really positive and they compliment each other and they really live life to their fullest. Yes, they do. So it might not be someone else's fullest, but their fullest, you know, their fullest life. So I think that's fantastic. So I, I think so kudos too. Kudos so to co- that couple. Yes. Keep on <laughs> keeping on. <laughs> yes. So sometimes though we're, we're, We've just talked about a couple that we see uh, complement each other, have a really good relationship. But then there's others, other people that are in relationships and they can be long term, married or not married, but long term relationship. But they really don't complement each other. Like they don't like. So they're truly opposites. I wouldn't say opposites because they had to have something in common to get together. So, but, <laughs> but. Sometimes I, that could just be physical. Yeah, I, that's physical, what I was thinking. Maybe it's attraction. just sex. <laughs> 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 Gotta have it. <laughs> and a lot of people do that. They, yes, they, they, they that's, that's, that's what they want out of that relationship. Yes, yes. So, um, and which is. Which is, uh, you know, I mean, okay. If, if that's, that's great what if they both want. agree to that. But, yeah, but, but the it minute does, one of them wants more, yeah, it, the relationship doesn't get any deeper than than sex. Yes. So they may disagree on like just about everything. Don't see well, like one person uh, might be a really nice, kind person, and the other person is is not that way. They're 
really negative and mean to people and, you know, stuff like that. They can't see the good in anybody. You know what I mean? Yes. But yet they remain in a relationship for months, years, decades. So why? The question is why? You mean if it's not just sex? No, I mean, if you're in a relationship, yeah, let's say the, 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 the sex is good, but beyond that, they don't have anything in common. They think completely different. Um, well, you know, in my youthful days, I probably ended up with people that I didn't, you know, that wasn't a good compliment to me. And people viewed them as mean mm -hmm. um, or short-tempered. Okay. Well, let me, let's so, clarify real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but your youthful days, when it, what's, what is that? Your youthful days from what age to what age? Teenage to my twenties. In my thirties, I, I felt like I grew up. Okay. So like I, I, I felt I truly matured. But, you know, 30s. that's a little different when you're young because, you know, you're still trying. But stuff some people out don't and... break that cycle. Oh. So the cycle I was in was if someone was interested in me, I gave them a chance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> no, most that's... of the time I just gave them a chance. Now, they may in my mind, in my heart, they may never have left the friend zone. Right. But I could hang with you. I could date you. I, you know, but you were just my really good friend. Yeah. Well, but you know what? I think maybe many, many of us uh, did that when we were young. Yes. That's when I did it. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of normal. You know, you, you date several people, you know, different people that, you know, just see, you know, you just have to have fun, have a good time. You yes. Know, you're young. But, but back yeah. to your question of why a couple would stay like that as, you know, mature adults. Sometimes it's insecurity. They may feel they can't get anybody else. Mm -hmm. This is true. Sometimes it's laziness. They're not willing to go out and find somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, stay with the devil, you know. Yes. And, and, and sometimes it's financial. Sometimes, you know, yes. if they're living together and, you know, they couldn't live on their own because of financial reasons. Yes. So, I never did get a rich man. What's up with that? What are you talking about? I'm rich. <laughs> you I'm are? filthy rich. I so just, you're hiding it from me? I'm like... absolutely hiding it from you. <laughs> then you'll want stuff. You'll, you'll want stuff. I always want stuff. <laughs> you'll want stuff. You'll, wait, you'll be like, wait a minute. You have money? You have a lot of money? Where's my writing studio? Where's exactly. my this? Where's that is my the first that? thing Where's I would ask for. You're absolutely correct. Yes, yes. But that's the, this, is, this is how we remain rich, filthy rich. For me not to know how rich we yeah, are. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> well, fine. I'll make my own money. Get my own writing studio. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, those may be reasons. Insecurity, feeling that they can't do better. Mm-hmm. Stability. Yes, yeah, st stability and, and all of that. Or yeah. laziness. They just 
don't feel like finding anybody else. Yeah, that's that is that is possible. Yeah. Um, Wow. Do you have thoughts on that? Uh, Well, or maybe they think that's all they deserve. Deserve. Yes. Which is sad. But that's that's a self-esteem issue. Yeah, but, you know, it is scary for um, a lot of people to really be on their own. Um, It is? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially a person that may be, um, you know, in their younger years, they lived at home and they go to college they stay at home when they go to college because they go to a local school. So they're still at home. Um, then maybe sometimes people do that because they really prioritize family. Uh huh. Well, yes, that, that, that could be it. Um, but this is, and, and that can be it. And that's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But when a person goes from, living at home, they go to college where you're supposed to learn a whole lot of stuff about independence and and how you can live on your own. You're your own person, okay? Right. Um, But they have chosen to stay local, so they're still home. Um, So that, and that's that's okay too. But they graduate and they meet someone and they get married. So now the person that lived at home, lived at home through school, um, gets married. Now she's with someone and they're together under one roof. The person has never learned how to live on their own. Because they went from one household to another. Yes, which is fearful uh, for a lot of people because they've never done it before. Um, Never done Lived on their own, made all their own decisions, uh, the responsibility that comes with living on your own and also being able to do what you want to do, you know, when you're single. But that never happened to this person because they go from one home, a family relationship to another home, which is a marriage relationship or commitment relationship, like people moving in together. Um, but they never did find that time to um, be on their own, which is a very important thing, I believe, because later down the road. So let's say they get married young in their in their 20s and then they realize the marriage isn't going well because of whatever reason doesn't doesn't matter. But now they're afraid to go on their own. Because they've never been on their own. So, so they, they choose to stay. They may, That's right. They may choose to try to make that work, no matter how horrible the relationship is. But it's that fear of being on their own. And that type of person may move back home. <laughs> if, if, if the other person leaves, they might move back home. Um, so that's also a reason. So. Uh, that people would stay together with someone that they really shouldn't be with to be completely happy. So you're encouraging everyone to, whatever the length of time that is, to have a point in their life where 
they're truly independent. They're living. Yes. They have their own, not roommates. They just have their own place or they, they have, do have roommates. No, I, I think a person really needs to have their own place at some time in their life. Um, preferably when they're young, uh, just have your, have your own place. You know, yeah, it, it's really, a, you learn a lot when you live by yourself. Yes, you do. About yourself. <laughs> About yourself. Yes, you do. You, you might find out that, oh, I'm definitely a person that needs other people around all the time. And that's fine. But you might find out that you're more independent than you thought you were. Right. Right. Which is a great thing also. Right. Because I, I don't know if it's because I grew up an only child, but I've always valued my space, <laughs> my alone time. Uh-huh. And in college was the first time I had to share a room with anybody. Right. And I was fortunate, you know, with my second roommate becoming my best friend. I was I was fortunate in that we got along fabulously. Uh-huh. You know, so living with one other person was good for me. It was a good experience. But then right. when my best friend you know, graduated because she was older than me. Um, it was also fine for me to be back on my own again because I already had that experience. Right. You know, so maybe it's because of the way I grew up. I've always been perfectly fine to have my own space. Maybe that's why I keep asking for my writing studio. I still don't have my own space. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should, like, at the end of the year, count how many times I brought up the writing studio. No, we shouldn't do that. I think we should. No, that, we should. Good. We, no, listeners, we should listeners, not count do for that. me. Count for we, me. We, Tell we, me how many times I bring should, up a writing studio. We should not do that. Well, you know, there is a lot of things, um, especially for the listeners that that know us well and have been listening since the beginning. They will. If if you think back, you'll begin to see a pattern <laughs> when it comes to me. <laughs> the pattern. The consistent no. Is that what you're saying? That <laughs> well, you consistently uh, tell me again, no. No, that's not gonna happen or no. Or but you know, quite often I'll say, Yeah. Because remember, um, I haven't had the time to play the drums like I used to, you know? And and one of our listeners, oh, and me, talked about, you know, building a, a a drum room. Yes. You know, soundproof drum room. Yes. I haven't done it yet. Yes, I know. That was that was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't done but it. But you haven't played it drums as often, so you haven't heard me complain about it. Of course not, because I haven't played. It's not because I don't want to. I know. It's it's just my life is too many hours working. I know. So but you're you're an unconventional kind of guy, which brings up unconventional relationships. Huh? You're you're rather unconventional. You're like you're not the norm norm. But there are in regard to us thinking about people we know and relationships. We have friends who have unconventional relationships. Yes, we do. <laughs> we definitely do. Which and is also good. Which is good, because yes. Because that works for those people. It does. And and I'm still going to say out loud, and, and I know these particular people do listen to the podcast, 
I still kind of don't get it. <laughs> I do, though. I mean, I, do. I get it. I get it. But I don't get it because. Um, Say what you do or don't get. Well, the listeners well, who have no idea what they, we're talking well, about. Well, these particular people have um, committed relationships, um, but they don't have a problem with not living together, like especially uh, the couple that's married. Um, it's they, a long distance relationship. They, they, but, but they're married and they live hundreds of miles, no, probably a thousand miles away or more from each other. And but they're both committed to finding ways to see each other. It's not like they never yes, see they, each but other. But they, they are. And but I'm just I guess what I'm saying is that is definitely not for me. So that's but, why But I that's have the a, point of this yes. whole episode of, of that. There are many different types this, of relationships. And just because something doesn't work for you doesn't mean yeah, it's not working for the people a, a, who are a, in those absolutely. kinds of relationships. And it does it does work for them. Yes, okay, so, which is does. great. So I, I don't have anything negative to say about it. It's just something I know I would never do. That's that's all. Are you sure? Because I do remember the time you wanted to send me to Tallahassee to work while you still lived in Georgia. That's true. So that's long distance. No, it's it wasn't, not thousands of it miles, wasn't, but it's still it long distance. Well, it was going to be different because we were going to buy a house there and I was going to move there. But in the beginning, you would start working. You know, you know how one one uh, person, you know, gets the. I felt like you were shipping me off. No, I wasn't shipping you off. <laughs> I was going to try to come every weekend. Try um, to come. Yes. Every, so that's a long distance relationship. Oh, well, I guess we have one right now because. Yeah, I, I only see you on leave weekends. On a month. Yeah, yes. see me on a weekend. So yes. it, it wouldn't be that much different. But. But that situation would have been for us a kind of a step up because we were going to have a house on a lake. Um, the pay was going to be better for you. Uh, I can work from anywhere. So in so my mind, it the- was a sacrifice worth it um, for us to do that because it would make things better for us. So if I got an opportunity to live on the French Riviera and it was like this amazing amount of money. Yeah, we'd and probably I, do it. <laughs> together, or you would just send me off to France? Well, of course I'd send you off to France. <laughs> of first, course. But yes, of course. <laughs> There's still things need to be, you know, tied up, fixed, done, you know, sell one house, move to another. But you would a- move, is what you're saying? Probably. Or you would just visit me in France whenever you No, could. I would probably move. Hmm. No, I would move. Not probably. I know I would. Hmm. I know I would. I don't think that's true. No, it's true. I, I don't. I don't want. Uh, understand, Jill, that I have lived most of my life on the road. I have had many long distance relationships. Yes. Sometimes several at the same time. Well, I hope that's not true now. That better not be true now. So, so. um, You're not answering that. uh, You're not denying that. No, of course not now. Okay, good. I wasn't married at the time. Okay. When I'm talking, I was single. Okay. um, 
So, uh, no, I, I'm, you know, it, no, it's just, it's just not for me. I, I know if I'm having a long distance relationship. Um, I'm not really looking for a long term commitment if I were to have a long, you know, long distance relationship. Got it. Well, I'm, let's get to our second segment that we call. Give it a rest and a resolution. Conclusion. Resolution. Conclusion. Well, I believe that a person should examine their relationship and decide whether they are really happy, really feeling fulfilled in this relationship. And if they're a person that's afraid to release, uh, leave a relationship uh, because of financial reasons and all of that, um, and are just not able to, you know, leave the relationship, they should figure out ways to make it better for them. Okay. Not necessarily better for the other person, but (laughs) better for them. Okay. And, you know, that could be just about anything. You know, maybe they take up a hobby. Maybe they, you know, join a club or something, you know, some activity that will fulfill them. Okay. Well, my conclusion is that there are many different types of relationships, many different ways you can have a relationship. So just because the people you know are doing their relationship a certain way and it's working for them, understand that just because of that, it doesn't mean that that's going to work for you. So understand yourself first and your needs and wants and be okay with whatever that is and then have a relationship that, as you said, satisfies that. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's pretty good. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. Well, let's get to our third segment that we call. I'm trying to help you. So Jill, what do you have to say? Well, my advice is, Embrace what works for you. It may be unconventional, but it only matters what's working for you and whoever you're in a relationship with. Doesn't matter what other people say. Who cares what other people say? You're in the relationship. You know what goes on. You know what makes you happy. You know what makes your partner happy. And no one, it's no one else's business. Okay. Well, I'm going to add on to that. So if you do uh, find yourself in an unconventional unconventional relationship, you should really make sure that's what you want. If it's your partner that wants it, but you're not really all in, you know, you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm doing it because they want it. But sometimes when you try new things, it actually surprises you that it works. Yeah, but if 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 within your gut you feel like mm, no, this isn't real, I really what I want to do, but you do it anyway. Don't do it. <laughs> Trust your gut. I mean, it's it's it, it's sci- it, there's scientific proof that you should trust your gut when you have that gut feeling that oh something is it's not right i'm not feeling good about it you trust it and and you will remain much happier so so you're saying be at peace with whatever you 
do. Yes, absolutely. And if you're not, then something really is off. Trust that. Absolutely. Okay. That's good advice. I like that. Cool. Thanks. Well, let's get to our last segment that we call. So, what do you think? think? What What do do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. What's our number? What is our number, Jill? 404-594-2247. You got it. Yay. (laughs) I remembered. Uh, Because we really do want to hear from our listeners. Yeah, and we don't we don't receive as many voicemails as we would like, but when we do receive them, we're really happy. Like it's like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jill's like, hey, we got another voicemail. We got another voicemail. Yes, it yes. it is like a treat for us. Yes, you know. Uh, so it, it doesn't it make is. it doesn't make it doesn't um, um, take much to make us happy. <laughs> I mean, that's really, true. It's, that it's, is that's true. That's I mean, true of us in life in general. Yes, we we are truly happy when we get that voicemail. Yes, All yes. Right. It was time to wrap this up, Jill. It is. Let's do some shout outs first. Shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova the Third for the music, Nick Zinke for the art, and to our listeners, we always have to thank you wherever you are, whatever yes, country you're you. in. We thank you. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. You've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. That's it. That is it. Really? really? Well, I just want to tell everyone, I love you all, no matter what type of relationship you're in. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Bye. till next time. Bye-bye.